0: This show is for you.
1: We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most
0: important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default.
2: Hello, hello. Coming at you from Croatia. I like that the Family Brand Podcast has been recorded from around the world. (laughs) I think it's really fun to me. So this time in from Croatia. So... This is technically, I'm going to call this the last week in our summer series, even though I uh, didn't get this recorded. Anyway, I won't go into details, but I want to talk a little bit more about summer, like a summer theme here. And what I want to talk about is your next family vacation, because I've just been thinking about family vacations and how sometimes I think people show up to family vacations. You just kind of do the same things that you usually do just in a new location. And you come home and it doesn't feel really any different, like you connected anymore or the relationships were strengthened. It just feels kind of, oh, we did that thing. Let's check the box. So I think there's some things that we've put into place and that we've practiced this trip and others that we feel like really contribute to more connection and really cool experiences for your family um, on family vacation.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because I think my observation of a lot of families or adults, the parents, when they talk about family vacation, is they have this equal amount of like heaviness and stress and overwhelm. And it was kind of like, yeah, we're glad we did it. And it was really hard and it was really stressful leading up to it and getting everything ready. And to your, to your point, Melissa, that, do they come home with any, like, was there any magic, mm-hmm. you know, magical moments? And I found that those can happen if they're created. And so Melissa and I... I think we've have certainly vacation though, that first way plenty of times, like in years past where it's just check the box had fun, but kind of did the same thing we always do in just a different spot. And I feel like our vacations have gotten more and more where it's really more meaningful and more enjoyable. And there's a little more magic in it. And as we, we, and as we share some ideas with people, they'd be like, wow, I never, I don't think about vacation that way. And so just realizing, oh, maybe we could share kind of this method, if you will. The vacation yeah. method. <laughs> I don't how know. We, how do we, know we
2: approach? Call. Yeah, how we like to approach our, our family
0: vacations. So I'll share the first one that came to mind for me. And this just recently happened when Tate and Tanner and I went to Tokyo, or I guess I should say Japan. There's the three of us.
2: And that was in April.
0: And I've learned to not have too much structure in a vacation and have it overscheduled. And this is going to spill over into one of Melissa's, so I won't say too much about it. But we created a theme or an intention for the trip called wander with wonder. And what the boys and I decided to do is we're never going to have a super rigid agenda. We're going to wake up every morning. We're going to rent bikes. And we're just going to kind of wander around this wherever we're at and just whatever, if a street calls to us for a particular area for driving past a store or a shop and it's like, oh, that looks cool. We just duck in and I feel like we discovered so many gems and treasures and had so many magical moments and experiences in Japan because of that, that we'd have never otherwise discovered. And there were some days where we're like, Hey, we know today we at least want to get over to this part of town, or we know today we at least want to see this one thing. And that was about the extent of, um, how scheduled we were. And by the way, bikes are an amazing way, if you can do it, are an amazing way to see a city because you can still get around very efficiently and very quickly. But you just see things on a bike that you would miss in a car like one day tate and tanner and i are riding our bikes and tate, tanner and i are ahead and we're talking and tate's behind us and tate goes hey come back and check out this little alley this tiny little narrow alley that barely a bike would fit in he's like let's go down it so we're like okay and we, we ride down it maybe 50 100 yards and all of a sudden we look to the left and it opens up in this massive like fish market that you would have never seen in a car and that's where we ate some of our best food that's where we bought gold chains
2: necklaces that they now wear all the time together
0: (laughs) the drip as our kids call it Mm -hmm. and so that for me and that's what we've done here in croatia and also we've been here we've been in europe for a month almost now and it's like we'll have one thing at most planned for the day and just wander through streets you wander through towns and you just kind of get the experience of like what it would really feel like to live there so that one for me and maybe we'll just call it that just maybe it embrace or experiment a little bit on your next family trip with wandering with wonder and you can't just wander though like you have to wander with wonder like you have to have this curiosity to be looking for some magic and miracles and if you look for them you'll usually find
2: them i love that the thing that i wanted to first speak about is kind of what you what you did in a sense which is to have some sort of an intention for your trip or some sort of outcome to begin with before you even. You know, hop in the car or on the plane.
0: Is that the same thing as a theme?
2: Yeah, a theme or an intention for the trip itself. And you know, when I think about, say, a business, a business would never have a retreat where where the, the, there was no outcome really planned or there was no theme
0: or a conference. They would never or have conference. a conference. Yeah.
2: yeah, it would always be you wouldn't just show up and and hang out. You know what I mean? There'd be a real plan and an intention for for what they wanted to achieve um, as far as an outcome for the trips. I like thinking about family vacations like that um, to set an intention for the trip. So for us, I thought about it beforehand and I thought, what if we chose to savor, savor this trip?
0: This um, most recent one right? This most
2: recent one that we're on. So what that's kind of looked like in action is we've tried to watch a lot of sunsets and just at that moment, taking little moments and just saying, wow, I can't believe that we're here. Look at this sunset. It's so beautiful. And like just little moments to connect. And maybe it also has looked like the food that we're eating. Wow, let's really notice this food and be present to this food and savor it. This food is so good in these different areas. You know, we've eaten so many different types of food in all these different countries and places that we've been.
0: I would also say we've savored sleep
2: yeah no we yeah we have i think initially with the you know time zone changes even but even now that we're you know we're a month in so we're definitely well adjusted to the time zone we don't have like a rigid wake up every morning that we're gonna
0: wake up and go and yeah and look every family has to obviously feel into how how this would apply for them i've heard from lots of families that they're part of the reason they are so so scheduled when they wake up in the morning and they go hard until night it's like they got to get their money's worth you know we've we've planned this vacation we've invested time invested money and i think though sometimes that very way of approaching it could get in the way of the meaning of it and the magic of it and so maybe instead of like getting your money's worth it's like how do i get my magic's worth or how do i get my the the moments you know worth out of out of this experience
2: And I think the intention of your trip could be something that you feel like your family could really benefit from. You know, you as a parent feeling like your family could use a focus on it in a certain area or an upgrade in a certain area. That could kind of become an intention or it could just be something that sounds fun. I knew we were going to be doing a lot of different things and that sometimes that could be a little tricky. And so I wanted us to be able to just be, maybe just accept it all, you know, no matter what, the good or the bad.
0: So just to recap, we have wander with wonder, Yes, we have having a theme. And then I think the third thing that's really created some magic and meaning in our trips is we've just committed. We on a trip, we will never eat at a chain restaurant, not because there's anything wrong with chain restaurants, but we're going to eat at very local establishments where you can eat really like local food and really soak up the culture. And that one decision alone, I think, has led to so many cool experiences and people we've met that otherwise would have never happened.
2: Yeah. And I don't think that this is not a recipe that to have a successful family vacation, you have to eat at local places or have intentions or, you know, any of these things. We're not saying that. We're just saying this is what has worked for us and what's created magic for the Smith family. So use what you will. And whatever sounds ridiculous, you know, leave that part out. But again, this is what we love doing. So an example of this is we went to London on this trip and we ate fish and chips because that's what London is known for. And we went to a hole in the wall place. We Googled best best fish and chips near me, found some place that had really great reviews that looked very authentic to the area. And we went there for fish and chips. When we moved on to Switzerland, uh, Switzerland is known for fondue. So we actually found...
0: We found her wandering. wandering with wonder and (laughs) bumped into her in switzerland and like hey do you do tours she's like yeah i do
2: (laughs) yes but and most people book with her on airbnb as a part of an airbnb experience and she takes you to her house and she makes fondue like she teaches you how to make fondue which switzerland is known for so that was also magical that we learned how to make local fondue and the kids all enjoyed it but afterwards it's been funny each one of them have said like I don't think I'll ever eat fondue again.
0: (laughs) They're they're just a little overwhelmed on cheese right now.
2: They overdid it. But it was, you know, not finding that unique experience of that was even, you know, next level from a local restaurant, I guess. Well, they
0: got to help make they made the fondue. fondue,
2: Yeah. But that was so much more interesting than just going to a place that we've been a hundred times, you know, that we have at our local hometown. Like they would never remember that, but they will absolutely remember making the fondue in that woman's house i think it's important to yeah try new things and i think when our kids my kids are out of their you know normal home and routine they're more likely to try different things as well so
0: i would also say one thing that come is a combination of where you eat and wandering with wonder i think we've also realized that rather than eating a massive breakfast and then a massive lunch and then a massive dinner the way we've kind of done it is we'll just be wandering through a place. And and let's say it's morning time and we'll just find this, like in Florence, this would happen in in Italy. And we just see the coolest, like cutest little bakery. And it just smelled amazing. We just wander in there, get a few things. We'd all share it and try and we'd wander back on the street and get to the next place. And then like, and so that, that was every, and then we'd eat, you know, maybe a bigger dinner. So that's been a really fun way to do it as well. And then also I would say with lunch, this is an interesting thing that I think occurred to us on this trip, you know, there's seven of us. So at times it can be a little bit challenging <laughs> to satisfy seven people. And so we realized though, in most cities you go to like in Rome or like in Italy, there's places where you can go find to eat lunch, where there's lots of options in a close distance. It doesn't seem too chaotic. And there was a couple of times we did that and we let the kids all choose and they, and they felt so cool getting to make their own choice of where to eat. Now, I know that could also be logistically a little bit tough, but if you can do that, we also found that to be really cool. Then everyone brings their lunches together from completely different places. And we all got to try and share. And that was like probably one of our best from just a taste and everyone's satisfied and most meaningful and just kind of unique lunches were the times we did that, which I don't think we've ever really kind of thought of that idea before.
2: Yeah, and I think that can be accomplished. Really, any destination you go to, maybe not the tiniest town or national park you might go to, but so many towns have even just um, food truck areas, you know, where there's a bunch of food trucks and let each person choose what looks the best to them and having a say in, in what they eat it has been really fun for for everyone.
0: And that's kind of the fun thing about that. I've never been on a cruise and this is not your traditional cruise, but even... Even this has been fun, because like, right before we came to record this podcast, Indy was walking by us with a Shirley Temple that she went and ordered for herself. She's six years old, you know. And so there's some of that that's fun, too. It's just kids feeling like they have a choice over what they, what they get to eat. So wander with wonder. Look for the magic and the moments and the meaning, maybe a little bit more than getting your money's worth out of your trip. And look, we've applied these principles on a day trip, an overnight trip. And longer. So it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. Even, to, even if you're just on a little road trip and you're in the next town, it's like, let's experience something new. Let's wander around this town a little bit. And I think that's just, we're less likely to wander in the world we live in today because it's just, okay, I'm on to the next thing and then the next thing and the next thing. And it's hyper scheduled. And so, yeah, look for the magic in the, in the moments in your travels.
2: I think one other thing that's been useful for us too especially since we've been gone a little bit longer this time is to maintain our routines as much as as much as we can. So for example, most mornings like we do at home we say our family values and our family theme. We we haven't done it every morning here but but it is our intention that we do um stay on those routines. And you know, we have our our Sunday family meetings, our family check-ins. We're doing that. And I think that that really helps to to stay to stay on schedule so it doesn't feel too because I think sometimes there's a risk that it might feel too chaotic Um, when we're talking about wandering and trying new things it can feel like so much new that that can be really um, especially for our younger kids can be you know they need some consistency I feel like they really benefit from some consistency so I think doing those routines kind of builds in that consistency that maybe is missing when everything around you is new and different. And then the last thing I'll say, which kind of has to do with uh what Chris said earlier about not feeling like you have to get your money's worth, but um I've kind of been struggling this this trip, but I feel like we've gotten into into a good rhythm is being okay with with unscheduled downtime, so for example, our little kids, I have to realize really what their capacity is for for the vacation, you know for that day, for example. There was a day when we went to, um, we were staying in Florence this trip, and there's a town a couple hours away called Cinque Terre. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that right. But it's these five little villages on, on the coast and a couple hours west of where we were at. And I've heard from so many people how beautiful they are. If you've seen the movie, uh, the Disney movie Luca, that village in that movie was kind of inspired by, by these, these villages. And they're super colorful and beautiful. And they're right on the coast of the Italian Riviera, they call it. And so I thought, let's go there. This, it would be so beautiful. I've heard so many good things about this place. So we decided to go, on, and right off the bat, the kids are not excited about the two-hour drive, which is fine. We can drive two hours to go do something. Um, but then we get there, and it was just a long day of say- seeing a village and then seeing another village and then another one and then another and then another. <laughs> And they it was our worst day of our trip, probably because it was hot. They were tired. They didn't really want to be there. And then I was getting, you know, in my head upset about how this is something that I really wanted to see. Why can't the whole family just be on board? And I realized, you know, in hindsight, of course, that no one really wanted to do that but me. So I think that could actually be a really useful thing to look at and which we've tried to do you know, the rest of the trip, really gauging realistically, what is the capacity for the family to do this thing? We didn't try and hyper schedule things. Like there was one afternoon where Tate and Tanner wanted to go, to go out and see the town and the little kids just wanted to stay home and, and rest. So I, I stayed home with Ivy Trippinindy. and and yeah, that, that actually happened on the boat a couple of days ago, um, in Croatia. And so they just got to sit in the hot tub and ate some snacks and relaxed. And then they were ready to go out, you know, to dinner, to dinner in the evening. But, you know, maybe if I hadn't have had that experience with, um, Cinguteri, I would have been like, no, we've got to go. we got to see this thing. We've never been to this town. But then they would have been exhausted for dinner and tired and grumpy. And it just wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been as good of, as good of a day. And so... Again, examining realistic, what can our family do? And especially if you have little kids, there's been a lot of days where it's been, okay, we'll go do this activity in the morning or in the afternoon. How about, you know, maybe that's a castle tour or a little hike or something. But in the morning, our little kids would probably do really good to go find a park. So let's go find a local park and let them play at the park for a few hours, just super unstructured, free rain and run. Of the town, and even that's been fun because we've seen so many different interpretations of parks in I think every country we've been to. We've seen parks in London. There was a Princess Diana Memorial Park that we that we took the kids to, and then this little town we stayed in in Switzerland um, called Vengen, had a really it was a really small park. It had like a slack line and it had a table tennis or a ping pong table that you could rent and paddles from, and then just a big plot of grass and that's all the park had our kids loved it tanner brought his baseball um the kids practiced on the slack line and of course played ping pong and then italy again they got to interact with some local italian kids which trip loved that he made some new friends just that open-ended play has been really good at this trip so maybe consider that if you have little kids on your next trip just getting some of that open-ended play in and not having to again being realistic with what they can do and not pushing them past the limits, so it makes it a, a terrible experience for the entire family. And there's been things also, you know, bigger events that the kids I don't want to say they have been dictating the trip, but you know, there's been longer things, um, but they were that they were on board with that we did. So another example of that is Tate had watched this Netflix series called Chef's Table Pizza. And there's this pizza place that was a couple hours away from where we were staying in Rome. And we decided as a family, he had showed the even his younger siblings the episode, and they thought that was really cool that we had the opportunity to maybe go to this place that they had seen on TV. But they were totally bought into it, and they understood, like, oh, this is really cool. I understand why I would want to go. And so they had a say in us going there, and I think that made a huge difference, too, because it was truly the same distance drive to this pizza place as it was to that little those little villages in Ciccetary. But it was somewhere that they wanted to go and they understood the bigger vision of why we were going there. And that made a huge difference too. So to recap it all, I think for us, the secret to an amazing family vacation has been to have just an attitude of wandering with wonder and being open to magic that might unfold that's not planned. Having an attention for your trip, going into it. Third, is eating at local restaurants, trying local food, really immersing yourself in the local scene in that way. Uh, the fourth thing is sticking to your your routines when you can to provide some stability um, and consistency for the family. You know why you're out doing all these new things, seeing all these new things, and then the last thing is to be realistic with your expectations of of the trip. Of course, you don't have to do all these things to have an amazing family vacation, but these are things that. Have consistently worked for us to lead to, you know, a family vacation that we go home feeling like we really connected, that we really just made the most of our of our time together and saw the places that we were in and really immersed ourselves in the culture and and come back, you know, just all the all the better for it. So hope you're having an amazing summer wherever your travels and adventure are taking you. And yes, we love you. Thank you for being here on this family brand podcast and letting us adventure with your family
1: thank you so much for listening to the family brand podcast to say thank you we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you
0: you know we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed